0: I'm Chris. <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> no, sorry, that's, hold on a minute. It's supposed to be English. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm Chris. And I'm Duck. And this is the Fad Lads. Lads. To April. April, oh yeah. Oh, April, oh, this yeah. is really cracking on. One day shorter than March, if that was the challenge in any way <laughs> whatsoever. We take any of the benefits that we can out of this, but uh, yeah. Okay. Um, April, April, April. Two months in. What's the big idea? What are you going to do this month, Chris? <laughs> this month, um, I've, done, I've had enough of
1: physical. I'm going to carry on doing physical exercise because um, I, I've actually bought... A Peloton, which is a really fancy exercise bike. Okay. So, uh, 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 and we'll probably do a separate thing on this. Sure. Um, but it's really good fun, uh, and I've got that sort of new toy thing, so I'm actually exercising pretty well at the moment. So I was going to take on something that was going to be a little more um, uh, mental this month, mm-hmm. which is going to be uh, reading for half an hour a day. Now, that might sound a bit easy if, A, you read a lot, B, your job is reading, or I don't know what C is. (laughs) But the point is, is it doesn't seem like that much of a stretch. But I love reading, but I never really give myself the time uh, for a number of reasons, uh, because I'm writing quite a lot. And also just because of distractions of the news, social media, all those obvious Things that get in the way of actually sitting down in silence and reading. Yeah. So I'm going to read for half an hour every day.
0: And what are the criteria? Because you could count reading the back of a shampoo bottle when you're on the jacks. You could look at social media we're, so we're talking about books are do talking about books specifically yeah, or not, magazines or... Uh, no I'm talking about
1: uh, fiction books For fiction okay great yeah because yeah. I, re- I read a lot of newspapers okay. I read a lot of magazine articles yeah. um, I want to there's a, there's a little pile of books by the side of my bed right uh, there's three in fact yeah. um, that I just need to read yeah they've been recommended by friends I've bought them um, um, and I just need to read them and I think what, what I've found in the past with reading And again, if you are a reader, this does sound just dumb. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really enjoy reading. And Mm -hmm. when you read a novel and you read a couple back to back and then maybe three or four in a month, it becomes a thing. Um, And it's been nice to get that habit back because I sort of dip in and out of it every so often. And it's been a little while, a bit too long since I've done
0: it. Do you think... um, You used to live in London, right? Yeah. And you probably commuted... On public transport. Yes. And now you live in LA. Yes. You know, that's a factor in I think that's a huge factor. Yeah. that's a really good point, actually. Mm-hmm. I used
1: to always read on the tube. Um, and now in the car, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a general shift for quite a few people. Um, now that sort of noise cancelling headphones have got better, it's quite easy on the tube now to hear something if yeah. you listen to earphones, which never used to be the case. And there is a
0: difference to reading a book and looking at the words than listening to an audiobook. Yeah, uh, that there there has got to be benefits and even knowing what a word looks like, looks like mm. and expanding your vocabulary um in kind of I don't know feeling the book in your hand and and all of that sort of stuff but uh I it, it's something I've thought about before I read a lot of business books and yeah. um, now I say read I listen to them so audio yeah. books um I I very rarely get a chance to read a, a physical book but um I think that if you are the type of person who reads a lot of business books or or non-fiction books it's important to stimulate your imagination yeah. right from a mental health point of view uh so is that a is that part of uh, any part of your reason behind it as well do you think it will help is it something that you miss i think
1: i don't know i think I'm, what what i miss about it is actually just a bit of peace and quiet yeah I think it just, it's a bit like when you did last month you did meditation. Mm-hmm. I think reading a book is a very nicely introspective, slightly insular, detached thing to do. It doesn't involve anybody else. Mm-hmm. You don't need any sound. Um, the only thing you really needs is just enough light to see. So from that point of view, there is quite a meditative um, state that I sort of have I have missed. I do like exercise, but again, it's quite noisy. You know, yeah. It's always sort of, yeah, and, and you're, you're physically exerting. I mean, as a of fact, just to sort of slip into a book is quite a nice way of um, relaxing. I've only done it for a few days now, um, but I am um, really enjoying it. Are you a fast reader? I try and slow myself down if I'm speeding up too quickly mm-hmm. to try and enjoy characters for example sure um, and enjoy dialogue and try and get the sense of what the writer is trying to tell me so that's when i'll slow down whereas if i'm true, if i know that i've got to get to the end of a chapter or I want to get to the, you know, i'll speed up a little bit and mm-hmm. i think you can, you, the speed of reading is quite important actually because you can take your time it's a bit like food mm-hmm. you know it's it's you can just ram it and say oh that was really nice that was a good meal or you can really savor each mouthful and i think with reading i like to try and savor it a bit
0: more yeah, um, you uh, loaned me a book last month um, of essays, what's the name of the writer again, do you remember? It's oh, a great book though, isn't it? Great book, but there's a chapter on it about um, authors and yeah. sentences, yeah, and he yeah, talks about yeah. sentences and there's like a four word sentence, I can't remember what it is now, it's terrible. I'm trying to think of the name, the book's terrible Celebrity Megaphone, for, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very good. Oh very, no, very no, the book.
1: Megaphone for Your Brain or... This is a terrible. We'll, we'll halfway through the month we'll or tell you it, what it is. Or maybe we'll
0: just edit this in. Uh, the book was out. here. We go. The book was called.
1: Hi, Doc. The um, the book we were trying to think of was uh, the Brain Dead Megaphone by George Saunders. There we go.
0: Yeah. Oh, great book. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and that four word sentence was.
1: Hi, Doc, it's Chris again. Uh, the sentence you're looking for is On Rocky Islands, Gulls Awoke by Esther Forbes.
0: Yeah, it's a great sentence. Really good, it, loved it. It tells <laughs> you so much in, in a few <laughs> words, but, you know, these great writers, they spend a lot of time uh, to create these sentences that describe something in a way that the English language is amazing, you could swap out one word for another. But really appreciating that and kind of consuming those words in the the way that the author meant it uh, kind of gives back to them what they would want you to do, right? Where sometimes you're kind of... Some people read books to say they've read books. Like, oh, I read 120 books last year. I was like, did you really? Yeah. Did you really read 120 books or did you turn all the pages on 120 books? Yeah. Um, Because tell me about one book, you know? And so... Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. And, and again, you're uh, adding... So you've, you've already done a half an hour of time per day last month. Yeah, it's, so it's you a, have the same time
1: It's a bit it away. easier. Because yeah. I've, I, I'm travelling quite a lot this month. I've got to do... Um, I'm doing a documentary in different parts of the state. So there's a lot of taxi journeys, plane rides, times in hotels. You know, and so it's... it's as opposed to sort of getting a yoga mat out, which I did last month, mm. doing yoga in a hotel reception, I can sit and wait. You did yoga oh. in a hotel reception? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it means I don't ha- you know, I don't, to read, you just have to pick up the book. Yeah. That's literally it. So mm-hmm. I can do that anywhere. Uh, and, and so I'm, I'm sort of hoping that when I do get back on the road again, which is next, next week, is that I, I will find the benefit of just pulling a book out rather than putting some tight lycra pants on for my yoga.
0: Uh, yeah what book are you reading what's your first book uh,
1: Brixton Rocks by Alex Wheatley okay which uh, is a really interesting book about um, a young lad growing up in Brixton in mm-hmm. the late 70s it's got lots of great music references to okay. and what's great about music references in books um, is is to play the music and listen to it whilst the character even when you're just reading it if you know mm-hmm. the character likes a certain uh, a certain style of music yeah um, it's a really good way of doing
0: it do you use Spotify I do, yeah. you should create a Spotify playlist for the book and then have it as a, you know, for someone else to use. That's, their list. That, that'd be me doing an awful lot
1: of work for people <laughs> that I don't know. But thanks, I'll put that into Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm just volunteering you to, to do this. Why you time. make a Spotify list? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my month uh, reading. Uh, it does sound a bit childish. I'm, like, I'm going to read for half an hour a day. Um, but I think it's a good thing. Yeah, great. Well,
0: good luck and and, uh, we'll look forward to hearing more about it. Sure. And then what are you doing this month? Uh, So, I'm uh, going to give up sugar. And I know what you're going to say. You're sweet enough already. I was going to say you're way too fat. (laughs) You're too fat. (laughs) Um, So, I have 32 sweet teeth. And so well, people that's say, the worst thing to say. <laughs> you got thirty-two sweet teeth. Say it again. Thirty-two sweet teeth. It's <laughs> that
1: you got thirty-two. That's a tongue twister. Thirty-two sweet teeth.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, it's our second language, officially. Uh Yeah. Uh, so, so so you've got really you've got a real sweet tooth then crave it love it wow. uh, enjoy it um, I like pastries um, homemade especially apple pie a sponge you know an old yeah. sort of Victorian style sponge with cream and jam in the middle uh, cookies, yeah, um, gummies, gummies. No, no, not so much into that kind of thing, or or, or even chocolate. Yeah, um, but you know, it, it, it's it's an interesting thing because you are hungry at different points during the day, and I'm typically hungry all day. The easiest thing to grab a snack is small, is like a sweet, something sweet, right? A, a bar, a bar of chocolate. chocolate or a muffin or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. So it be, it becomes a habit. The other thing is, outside of that, you will be amazed about how much sugar is in everything, everyday mm-hmm. items added to where it doesn't need to be. Like um, bread, yeah. And here in the US, high fructose corn syrup, yeah, like it's just the worst junk that you could possibly consume. Um, massive cause of diabetes, um, all sorts of other connected to all sorts of other diseases and things like that. Um, doesn't even taste good like they sell this thing called mexican coke have you have you tried that no. which is basically coca-cola that we would have anywhere else in the world but here it's mexican coke because it's imported from mexico and it's coke made with sugar instead of high fructose corn syrup and it tastes better but you know it's probably i don't know is it better for you well yeah, there's a list of, you know, two different yeah that's sort of two evils. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah generally there's lots of sugar and everything uh ketchup is full of sugar bread is full of sugar Lots of um, things you buy that you wouldn't even consider. Mayonnaise. I've seen mayonnaise with high fructose corn syrup in it.
1: Well, is that great... Did you see that documentary? Um,
0: No. uh, say no to to whatever the documentary is. Did you see that documentary? No.
1: (laughs) No, I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to say it now. Hey, Doc, it's Chris again. Yeah, the film that I was trying to think about was uh, a film called That Sugar Film by Damon Gamow. And it's a brilliant film that shows you how much sugar is in everything in this. He, he, what he does, one of the opening shots of the film, is he mm. takes away all of the items in a supermarket that have high fructose in or processed oh, yeah. sugar, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's alarming.
0: Yeah, and I think a big part of this is understanding how much sugar you consume every day when yeah. you go to, you know, what do I have for breakfast, what do I have for lunch. Oh, yeah. the sugar and that, sugar in mm. that. Um, uh, one of the things I was told is that uh, the phrase sweet as a nut. Mm. Um, nuts are actually sweet by themselves. They have a sweetness to them that when uh, the thing is your taste buds are adjusted to all of the sugar in your life as well. And um, you know, when you when you take that out of your life, uh, one of the things I've read is that you will understand what sweetness really is in fruit. Um, um or a, a nut or something like that, and so uh, let's talk about the kind of criteria here. so fruit, for example, is not excluded um because it's uh, and occurring. it's not that we' we'll be re- I will replace replace and like eat lots of sweet fruit all the time, but it's a natural thing yeah. so it's not no added sugar, no refined sugar, yeah, um so bread has added sugar it's an ingredient in bread so so you're not going to have bread no bread no, okay. yeah uh carbohydrates um like rice for example isn't added sugar but funnily enough in i think in india um it it, there's a high prevalence of diabetes because people eat a lot of white rice because it's one of those carbohydrates that turns into sugar in your system but i'm not eliminating rice for example i'm eliminating any added sugar yeah uh so you can
1: safely presume that if it's added it's gonna be worse for you than if it naturally occurs. Is that right? Yeah, that I nice? guess so.
0: I mean, like I'm sure there's science uh yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Hold on, let's pause and insert science. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> that'd be another hour's worth of yeah. but. <laughs> but but there is a lot of science behind it. Um yeah. the thing yeah. is we weren't uh we didn't evolve to eat sugar. It was very rarely available to humans, um, you know, in in the early uh, period of our of our evolution, and so uh, you know, cakes and things like that. You know, how long are cakes around? How long, you know,
1: since Rudyard Kipling?
0: Yeah, Mister Kipling, or <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Well>, Victoria? <laughs> yeah, damn, okay. her and her sponge. <laughs> yeah, um, but they're modern. They're they're, they're more sort of relatively modern food stuff. So within the last kind of three hundred years, probably.
0: Yeah, um, maybe.
1: Yeah, you could, you know anyway, that's another. That's a black hole of. Uh, yeah culinary history that we won't go
0: down yeah and and obviously there's a whole industry there that's um, you know it's obesity you look at the obesity levels here in this country in the uk and ireland they're all going up and it's because of uh sugary foods I, i'm not a person with uh you know i'm not suffering from obesity or whatever i don't eat that much or you know it's just something that's part of my diet but the other thing is that it's uh sometimes my go-to is oh, i'm a bit tired Mm-hmm. And I want, I go for the sugar because I know that it's going to give me a, a, a short-term pickup in the afternoon or something like that. But actually, you kind of crash after it and it, and it begins to affect your mental health a little bit because you're kind of, these ups and downs mm-hmm. um, that are stimuli stimuli uh, from, um, you know, something that's added that you don't really need. And mm-hmm. um, you have to give your body time to do whatever it needs to do and and, and sort of, uh uh, you know if you're tired accept the fact that you're tired and kind of chill out for a bit and you know not have to sort of stimulate yourself back into this level and um, that is only going to be short term anyway so uh, yeah we will see how it goes
1: well it's in because you cause you bought me this it doesn't this doesn't have sugar in it you bought me a, a super coffee which says zero degrees zero degrees zero grams of sugar and I suppose what, what we should add to what you're doing uh, oh hello you've got a little email <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is, male. is no is no aspartame either because uh, isn't aspartame that mm-hmm. has carcinogenic sweetener sweetener yeah um, I'm just so lo- I'm not going to
0: use replacement sweeteners either I'm not going to use honey or you know aspartame or stevia or any of those things so this has got MCT is, it, is that a sugar replacement no MCT uh, so the reason I give you that is because it's uh, uh, are you going to open it here are you going to try it I will yes yeah. so, yeah. so it's a super
1: coffee protein and MCT oil. Colombian coffee, vanilla, naturally sweetened. Okay, all right.
0: So similar to uh, this bulletproof coffee idea. Um yeah. In fact, it might be even have started by those guys. There's but no sugar in it. Is the point? There's no sugar, um, so it's an oil supplement. Um, mm. It's added to coffee, sometimes salad dressings or whatever. So what it stands for is medium train. Sorry, medium chain triglyceride. It contains medium length chains of fats called triglycerides. And because they're short length, uh, they're easily digested and there are many health benefits. So I'm drinking it as you speak. This no. is definitely what, you know, the way it's sold and kind of promoted is uh, it, it sounds quite fatty. It's supposed to promote I mean, weight loss, uh, it's supposed to give you energy, a short term energy that doesn't give you a crash. So you'll have to. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to work in the next 12 seconds, but you'll have to give us a, a, a report on it. It's quite, it's quite tasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on, what's the next thing it's supposed to do for me? Reduces lactate buildup. Um, if you're an athlete, which... Well, well I am. You are. And um, It can prevent Alzheimer's. You know, this is where it gets a bit... It hasn't, it hasn't been around for long enough to sort of say that. Yeah. Um, you know, sounds like something that is, is a bit of added on, but the short term is like it's coffee for once, so you're getting that caffeine, mm. and then there's the oil as well, which maybe breaks down. Um, and you know, it doesn't give you a crash for some reason in your digestion system. It's quite nice, it's a
1: bit like condensed milk, oh. so it feels quite oily, yeah. Um, and it tastes like coffee and it's quite creamy, but it's got no milk in it, which is good because I would. Instantly crap my pants. So well, you still me? Hey, uh, what's that? You still me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got so much coffee in it. So okay, so that's is, is it? Keto, Kaitu? two, keto. Yeah, Kitu super coffee.
0: Oh, well, keto right. is a brand, is it? Yeah. Oh, very, so, sorry, sorry. Yeah, oh, it's keto. Is uh, it's part of the keto diet? As yes.
1: Well, yeah. Sure. Okay. But anyway, so if you want to try that, I'll tell you what. It, uh, you can remind me halfway through the month <laughs> if I got home okay without yeah. sorting myself exactly. <laughs> Um, so that's a little bit of a, a digression, but that's got no sugar in it. So you could you could drink that if you needed a, an up.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's one of those things people are doing it every day, and it's supposed to be. I don't know. I didn't. Did you Did you jump on that bulletproof coffee? fad, The fat. No, the coffee I with butter. I just in it? couldn't
1: get my head around. I saw someone drinking it. I could never get my head around the fact that it was coffee with a massive lump of butter in it. Yeah. And I know that you know. There's like, well, sugar's the bad thing and fat's a good thing, but. I couldn't get it I couldn't quite process eating that much butter. And I might and maybe that's the thing that we should do. Uh, maybe we should do a bulletproof coffee challenge. Yeah. I'd quite like to see how that uh manifests itself in my physicality. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that would be worth that. That's something we should put down in our notebook for trying later.
0: Yeah. It could be do it for a week or something like that. Or uh, Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. do it
1: every morning for breakfast or... Because yeah. it's supposed to be quite a good... Um, now, I'm going to say appetite suppressant. And I know that we've got friends listening who don't care about dieting. And, mm-hmm. that's, and that's right, because dieting really is fatty. Mm-hmm. And so to say it's an appetite suppressant is not necessarily a good thing because you yep. do need to intake food. But... it. I'd be interested to see why it's a good thing, because I think sure. it, it gives you essential fatty oils that you probably wouldn't get. And it also means you don't take too many fatty oils. In. I'm starting to sound like
0: someone's got no idea what yeah. they're
1: talking about. <laughs> If there are any experts out there
0: who want, to, <laughs> <laughs> who want to inform us about anything we're talking about, we would love to have if you Mr. on the Bullet, show. If
1: Mr. Bulletproof, who came up with yeah. that coffee, would want to come in and talk. I think
0: he's based here in LA, actually, so maybe he we is. could get I'm him sure on. am
1: sure he is. I'm sure he is.
0: Um, yeah, it's funny. I was, you know, uh, giving up sugar this month was, uh, was an easy one to do. But I kind of looked up, where there any old fads that kind of came and went? And I found one... Uh, for, that was big in Japan in the 90s I think early 90s oh, you sent me this didn't you yeah yeah. and I just thought it was hilarious um, it, it's all about bananas so <laughs> yeah. all you eat for breakfast is bananas you're allowed to have your lunch and dinner um, but if you want a snack in between you eat bananas and, and, and that was it wasn't it just one banana in the morning no it was you could eat a banana As if you wanted a snack you could eat a banana so you could eat multiple bananas and it came with a warning from <laughs> from nutritionists that you couldn't eat more than four hundred bananas in one sitting. 400, how many? Yeah, 400.
1: Four hundred? Yeah, four Because because in the article it said that uh, when these fads happen, is that uh, you couldn't get hold of a banana in Japan for love or money. Yeah,
0: exactly. Bananas were so it was so crazy that everyone was doing it, so it was a fad for sure. But uh, it hasn't stuck around either, right? So. Clearly it well, isn't. I think we should, I think
1: it'd be an interesting thing again, it'd be an interesting thing to try. We do need to build up a list of things, otherwise yeah. we're going to run out of them pretty quickly. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Good. Well, that seems um, uh, like we're coming to uh, the end of this episode, where we're setting up the month of April. Uh, we'll talk about, it, I guess, in a second. So you are not going to have anything to do with processed or refined sugar, mm-hmm. and I am going to read
0: or 30 minutes a day? 30 minutes a day.
1: So our guest this month um, uh, is is a girl called, uh, a woman called Amber Toza who is a novelist and a comedian. She's American, she lives in England. She uh, wrote a fantastic book called Sober Stick Figure which I've gone about, uh, I've gone on about on other podcasts. It's a very, very good book about how she... um, It's almost like an autobiography about how she battled alcoholism and Mm -hmm. got through the other side of it. Very, very funny. It's called Sober Stick Figure. And part of um, that book is the fact that she um, illustrates it with really bad stick figure drawings that are very, very funny. She has agreed to join the Fad Lads Challenge this month. And what she is going to do is she's going to draw a stick figure cartoon every day for the month and it might seem a bit fatuous that but as you hear from my phone call she tells us why it's a good thing and um and why she wants to do it so here is amber talking about stick figure drawing so amber thank you for joining us on uh, fad lads you're our guest for the month how does that feel
2: i'm excited i i'm honored you asked me so
1: Thanks. not a problem i think we're both excited by the fact that uh we're inspired by your book sober stick figure which um if you haven't read you should obviously you've read it i'm not saying that to you because you wrote it um tell us a bit about your <laughs> book sober stick figure
2: um sober stick figure is uh, about uh, uh, me being an alcoholic and getting sober. And it's, I guess it's sort of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So on each page, there's an illustration. And I can't draw, so they're really bad. I think that's part of the joke. But they're all six figures, and it's sort of my journey through being, um, just, you know, being a drunk and then finding my way through sobriety. But I guess it's a funny way to talk about alcoholism. And the illustrations are, I think, just um, added like extra little punchlines on the page.
1: And so, uh, and so, and so, what did you want to do for your monthly challenge? Because it's sort of based a little bit around that book, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah. You know i I stopped doing that. the only time I've ever done illustrations or comics or these, you know, visual jokes was for the book. And I really enjoyed doing it, but I thought, you know, that's it. I'm done with it. And then when you asked me to do some, you know, one thing, or, or you know, the 30 day challenge, yeah, I thought I would, I wanted to get back into that. Cause I've been really struggling with being creative and proactive. And, um, I, before you got in touch, I had the, the they, I drew a couple just for fun. And I was like, Oh my God, I miss doing this. And so when you asked me, I got really excited because I thought it was a good opportunity to dive into these um, illustrations again.
1: So, so you're going to do an illustration a day for 30 days. Now, why? if, if you're listening to this um, and you're thinking, well, why is she doing that? Tell us what, what you get from doing that, because I know, is there anything to do with sort of mental well-being uh, or is it just a creative output? What's the purpose of doing those cartoons, stick figure drawings?
2: Well, I think it's a great, it's a great creative challenge. And as far as like mental health goes, you know, when I was doing sober six figure, just being able to draw a funny picture about being a drunk was very therapeutic. So I thought, you know, I'm at like an interesting phase in my life where I feel like I'm going through a bit of an identity crisis or like have anxiety. And every time I draw a picture about it or have a joke about it, it's, it's very cathartic. So I thought, you know, maybe I could do these illustrations based around alcoholism, recovery, anxiety, um, you know, dysfunctional relationships. So if they're sort of based around mental health, I thought it could be very cathartic and hopefully make people laugh if they struggle with the same issues.
1: And how long does it take you to come up with them? I mean, because I've seen them, and for all intents and purposes, aesthetically, they're pretty simple because they're stick figures. Do you spend a lot of time thinking about what the content of them is? Is that part of your challenge that you'll have to sort of get around?
2: You know, usually if it's two characters, it's based around the dialogue, and the actual drawing isn't that difficult. But I can't, I'm not a proper artist. So it does take me an embarrassing amount of time to draw two you figures sitting at a coffee table. <laughs> so it's embarrassing, but, um, I can, when I was doing the book, I, I got really, I got, as time went on, I was better. But now that I'm, you know, sort of green again, it takes me a while, but yeah, usually I start off with a joke. So it's like a one-liner, if there's two characters, um, but I'm, i I'm starting to mess around with the visual effects and, I, and I'm really excited to experiment and expand on
1: it. So, 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 we, are we allowed to post them on our on our uh, Instagram at Official Fad Lads um, as batches? Can we do that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I okay.
1: Okay. So what I think we should do is we'll 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 do them in three batches of ten. So you do one a day, and then we'll post them three batches of ten. And obviously, you can use them on your uh, on your Instagram feed as well, because uh, they are. I've seen some of them before, and they are very very good. They remind me a little bit of. Um, they're not quite as obtuse. Modern,
2: modern Toss?
1: Well, Modern Toss, actually, yeah, it's a good example. But also David Shrigley. I don't know if you're aware of the Scottish artist David Shrigley.
2: Oh, no, I, I love his stuff. Like, it, it's very, his is very simple. Like, you could just, I love his simple, you can almost make an illustration out of anything and say anything about it. And as long as it's visually compelling, mm. it's it's interesting. So I really wish I was a better Art. I'm a better writer than I am drawer, so hopefully, I'll get better as time goes on. We'll see with
1: this 30-day challenge. <laughs> <laughs> see if they improve. Because there's that saying, isn't there? That uh, you know, in order to to be like David Shrigley from that point of view, you have to actually be of quite a fine art. You have to be a very good artist to start with in order to do that. But you're you're crap at art, right? So you're just really are starting at the bottom, and you, you haven't come from any high level of artistic achievement. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say?
2: If- yeah, I'm really horrible. It's like a, it's like a seven-year-old who's really bad at art, and it's like, I'm 41. So. It's, it's like
1: a really foul-mouthed seven-year-old.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. A horny, perverted, foul-mouthed seven-year-old. <laughs>
1: That pretty much much sums it up. I love that. Um, Well, what's quite quite exciting about this is not only that we we get the chance to see those drawings, um, uh, but we also get hopefully the chance to meet you in person um, when you come to Los Angeles and uh, and me, you and Doc will get together and we'll talk about how it's been going for the month.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that.
1: Do you have anything that's uh, troubling you that that is going to be difficult for this challenge or do you think it's just going to be a lovely way to have some... um, creative freedom
2: you know i think probably procrastination and
1: yeah
2: or like i might get a little bit worried that why you know just self-esteem issues being like i'm not an artist so maybe a little bit of self self self-sabotage or procrastination you know yeah like that might be a challenge
1: yeah i mean it's it's 30 days and i can imagine that uh it is going to be, I mean, it seems so ridiculous, isn't it? Because we're doing such, I mean, I'm reading for 30 minutes a day. That's my challenge this month. And it's like, how difficult really can it be to find 30 minutes to read? Yeah. You know, it can't be. And so, so you could sort of say the same to you. It's like, how difficult would we sit down, do a stick figure drawing and come up with something funny? You know, <laughs> you've got slightly yeah. more pressure. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but um, it's an interesting reflection on how busy our, our lives are, even if we don't have busy lives, if that makes sense
2: yeah 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 i know it's but you you create stuff in your head to be like oh i can't do it i don't have enough time when really you have plenty of time if you can organize it properly
1: yeah if you just took the time that you looked at twitter and instagram you'd have enough time every day probably to write a novel right
2: oh my god yep yep exactly
1: <laughs> so there you go that's my inspiration talk to you it's like don't do that do your drawing. Get on with it. Knuckle down.
2: Right. I'm going to try to do like if I sit down to do a work session, I'm going to try to do three and four in one sitting. Right. That way, it'll make me feel much better about a daily because I'll have anxiety if I if I don't you know if it's six o'clock at night and I don't have one <laughs> yet. I'll get I'll get yep. really. We
1: don't, we don't want to give you anxiety this is that this is a challenge for mental wellness and physical wellness it's like it was a terrible month i got to the end of every day and i still haven't done the fucking drawing so we're, we're hoping you don't get to that level but we're really looking forward to seeing them and um and what we'll do is we'll catch up midway through the month and then what we do is we catch up at the end of the month and uh we'll see how it's all gone does that sound good
2: really really excited thank you for
1: asking me sweet thanks for doing it well cheers amber and we'll speak to you in a couple of weeks okay
0: Well, that seems exciting, doesn't it, Don't Yeah, me? it's fascinating. Um, now, just to caveat that uh, illustrated books for you, if it is a book of six figures, <laughs> doesn't count for your 30 minutes a day looking at pictures, right? No, You're gonna re- you are going to read words. Mine's
1: really dense text. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really pleased that Amber's agreed to do this because mm. she really is uh, very funny and also hugely insightful. And what's great about what she's doing is, as she says on the phone call, it's you know, a lot of this is to do with mental health as well. And this, it it's yeah. not just scribbling for the day. She does have something to say with her drawings, mm-hmm. and we'll be posting them on our on our Instagram feed at, at Official Fad Lads, uh, and you can see the style and the humour that uh, that Amber employs. Uh, I think she's great, so I'll be looking forward to seeing them, and also to have her back halfway through the month. To um, I think she's coming to LA, so we might be able to speak to her in person.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. No, we're delighted she's on, and it's a it's a super interesting one. Uh, yeah, very very good. very different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll inspire other to people to, to take it up. Yeah, and that's also we, we also get to see
1: the proof of what she's doing. Because yeah, we maybe, could just be bullshitting you. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'm crap at yoga <laughs> and you never <laughs> meditated. <laughs> um, okay, so that's bad lads. For this month, uh, the first episode of April. Come back in a couple of weeks and we'll have a halfway update. Um, thanks for listening. And as yeah. always, you can get
0: in touch with us. Thanks, Doc. That was really good. Oh, it's absolutely no problem, Chris. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just about to open the door (laughs) with this Brexit button. (laughs)